Hey, hey, so you know how I am all about your success, right? And when I say success, I'm not just talking about you making money. I'm talking about you finding your place in this world so that you make the money, but also make the impact and find fulfillment. So I created an amazing tool that I think will be so valuable to you on your success journey. It's called the zone of success. It's a simple three question exercise, but it will help you uncover your gifts, your talents, and help you position yourself for your success so that you can understand what you carry, how you can bring value and grow in your different spaces you operate in, and then position that for your success. Does that sound like something you're interested in? Then check out the zone of success. There's a link in the description box. Check it out and let me know how it goes. All the best in your success. And now to today's episode. Hello and welcome to Own Your Lane. This is the best place for ambitious people who are taking charge of their lives, making that impact, making that income, and living fulfilling lives. How are you doing today? This is the last episode of 2021. I'm so excited that I have been showing up here for the whole year. And I've been pouring my heart into this video and I hope you have grown. I hope you have taken something of value that is transforming your life. Today, I want to just share how my year has been. It's been quite adventurous year. And one time I was talking with my friend and she was asking me, what has been the highlight of your year? And I was like, that's interesting. But one of the biggest things that have happened to me this year is clarity. Having the clarity to know what I want to do with my life and going for it. You know, there have been seasons in my life where I have been clear about what I should do, like what I want, but I didn't have the guts to do it. And then maybe I was bold in some seasons, bold to do things, but I was not clear. What am I doing? Where am I going with this? So that is one thing I'm super grateful for in 2021, the ability to know what I'm going to do and having the courage to do it. To know what I want to do and having the courage to do it. I don't know what your highlight has been for the year. Leave it in the comments. I'd love to know. And I brought with me a few of my favorite things that have happened this year. Books, especially that I've learned from. There are more. But some books I gave my friends to read. Some books I had borrowed and gave them back so I don't have them on hand. But it's been quite the year where I have been consistent and focused. And I've been experiencing this thing where, you know, you are putting the work in. And you're like, oh, where's the result? I want big results. And then I have been understanding that you have to be persistent. You have to keep pushing long enough to see results. So it's been great on my side, great on me doing my part. And I'm like, God, it's your turn now to do your part. He has been faithful in doing his part. I have seen a lot of growth. Um, I got an assistant this year. What's up, V? It's been amazing. That was one of the scariest things I did for myself in the sense that I'm taking somebody on into the business and taking a commitment that I can't just shake off. You know, when you're alone, you can cancel things and whatever. But this has been something that has sobered me up in the business as well. And V is an amazing assistant, an amazing friend. We have grown so much together in the business. She's taught me so much about patience, about empathy. And that is something that I'm really proud of this year. One other thing I had to learn was to stop overworking. I don't know if I have stopped overworking, but I have slowed down. I have been understanding where my strength ends and where God's strength begins. Ultimately, I rely on God's strength end to end. But you know, there's a difference from, with a person who is thinking, I hustle and that's how I make things happen. I hustle. I have to hustle hard. I have to make things happen. And when you sleep, you're like, I'm wasting time. I could have been pushing things. That was me. So I was working too much. For a person who quit a high 
high stress, high pressure job so that I could build a different lifestyle. I found myself falling back into that lifestyle where I'm hustling, working, working so hard. And I was asking myself, why, why did I quit my job? Did I take all these risks? Did I do all this transitioning just so I can be back in a place where I'm now overworking for myself? I've had to really go deep and say, why do I do this? And I realized that was really fear, fear of failure and also uh, lack of trust in God, thinking it's all up to me, not knowing where to lay things down, where I'm like, okay, my job description is to perform one, two, three. And I bring a report to my boss who's gone, who then has to run with everything else because there is so much I can do. Like I can make this video, but I can't make you watch it. I can't bring more people to watch it. I can't make the YouTube algorithm or whatever algorithm is in place to bring it to the right people. I can't make that happen, but I can be here. I can show up. I can have a great attitude. And so just knowing my strength and knowing that I want to go at the pace of grace and not at the pace of a hustle has been also another thing that I have learned in this year. It's been quite challenging, but I think I've made progress. I've been very self-aware of this stress. I would, I would break down and I would know, okay, I'm tired. I am just tired. This is not a sign of anything other than exhaustion I have so many ideas that I want to implement, but I am only one person and I need to be able to pace myself and to know some ideas are for now, some ideas are for later. One thing that I want to also share about 2021 has been having coaches. Oh my goodness, that's something that I've never consistently had in my life, even never had ever. I sought advice, I sought counsel, and I was listening to people. So I intentionally engaged coaches that helped me in my journey because I work basically in a cocoon where it's me and V, my assistant, and we just, just us. It's different from a corporate office where you can meet different people and then you can see different personalities, different views, this diversity. Then you can actually tap into different wisdom levels and excellence and work ethics and stuff like that because you're mingling with so many people. This time it's, if I don't grow on my own, if I don't seek counsel on my own, I can just be in my own closed corner and do my thing. So I realized, and that's one of the challenges I had this year to read Proverbs every month, the book of Proverbs, which has about 31 chapters. So I'll read it every month. If there are fewer days or more days, I'll just pack it in there. But every month my challenge was read the book of Proverbs. And I, I couldn't help, I couldn't ignore the fact that it was saying, seek counsel. If you're going to build something or go to war, and we're going to war every day, right? You're trying to build something that's a war. You're trying to make progress in your spiritual life that is war. And if you're trying to go to war, you have to seek counsel. And so I intentionally put myself in a place where I even have to pay for this counsel, where, where I have to pay for a coach and where I share vulnerably about what I'm going through, about the fears I'm going through, about my goals and my abilities and stuff like that. And it's been really, really refreshing. It has helped me grow so much. It has given me a perspective I never had. And I remember one of the lowest points in the year, I was just in a place where I was thinking, I'm just done. I'm just tired. And I talked to my coach and the encouragement was so amazing. And even the giving myself time to be quiet, to meditate, those are things that don't naturally come to me. But my coach has been helping me go through that. Like you have to meditate. You have to have the daily quietness. And why does that happen? Self-awareness. It's just been amazing. So that's something that I did in 2021 that I'm super proud of. One of the most challenging things that happened to me in 2021 is letting go of my farm. I started entrepreneurship formally when I started building a farm. 
it was a horticultural farm, it still is. And I just got to a place last year in 2020 where I started seeing myself turning too. My energy was all over the place and I was tired and I was running two separate entities. And these two entities are growing entities. They needed me there full time and I just couldn't do it. So as I was struggling with that burden of running two entities, I was trying to say, okay, what, what can I do? Who can I get to? And stuff like that. I go to a place where I had to face myself. I remember in my therapy session with God, I do have those where I'm so quiet. And I start hearing a voice that's not mine speaking to me. Might sound weird, but it is not weird at all. It's just, I know that it's not my voice because the reasoning is not mine. So I would hear questions like if somebody was sitting with you and they were telling you this whole setup that you have what advice would you give them and at that point I had been working on the power of focus I had been reading a lot about focus and how very few people have focus and I think I should recommend a book the one thing that was great helping me think about my ability to focus and all that and I sat there and I was like I, I I'm not using that advice I am not focusing I have multiple things to do and I need to limit what I do so that I can get the most result from my energy. So if I have like 100% energy, I give 10% to this, 10% to that, 10%, like I will not see the traction that I want. So I had to get to a place where I was like, okay, I need 80% of my energy going in one place so I can have traction. And that traction will bring rewards that allow me then to be able to employ more people, have a bigger team that allows me to do multiple things. That was tough. Realizing that was tough and coming out of that therapy station and just saying, oh my goodness, I have to let go of my baby because my farm is my baby. And that's also part of the problem. I've been learning that you shouldn't make your businesses babies because your businesses require certain growth, require support. And you don't, babies have to be guarded. Babies have to be cared for. Babies have to be kept away from things. Babies don't grow up. And so I have been learning to not see my business as a baby, but to see it as a machine, to see it as, um, uh, because when it's my baby, I make very emotional decisions that don't help. But I have to see it as a machine and invest in it, in its efficiency, in its growth, because I am counting on it to blossom, to get to a place that it runs on its own and it makes my life and lives of others better. A baby can't do that. So I have had to, to let go of a farm in that way and to be able to do that has been tough. It took me about three months of just me processing it. And that might not sound like much to other people, but I process things really fast. I move fast. When I have made a decision, I don't always wait for anything. I'm like, okay, let's move. Let's go. But this time I sat. I was like, I, I don't want to make an emotional decision. I don't know if this is God speaking to me. Is it me? Am I just afraid? Am I? So it was a long process. And in the quietness, of three months, I didn't even share it with my husband in those three months because I was like, I just want to sit with this idea and I'll just see where it goes. And three months passed and then four months and I realized, oh, this idea is solid. It's not going anywhere. So that has been one of the hardest things for me to do in 2021. <sighs> very hard, but very necessary. I think it's part of the growth, being able to identify what you need in your life and letting go of the things that are not bad. Because I think it's easy to let go of good versus bad and say okay the bad has to go but what about good versus good or good versus best good versus better that is really hard so you have to see okay in this situation at this point what works and what do i need to let go of and for me it was encouraging to think that i'm not letting go forever 
I'm writing God for a season so that I can put my energy to the best use possible. This has been also a great year for me for personal growth. I have been intentional about listening to things like podcasts, sermons. It has been a year I have focused so much on my spiritual growth. It's been amazing in that sense because I have prayed and fasted like I have never done before. And it put me in a place of humility with God where I would struggle. Like, oh, I don't want to fast, I want to eat and stuff like that. So it's been quite an interesting thing that has happened because that was a huge goal for me. Because in 2020, when the pandemic came and everything fell apart and nobody knew what was happening, I felt lost and I felt discouraged in the sense that I have a relationship with God, a personal relationship with God. And I felt like in that time when everything was falling apart, I couldn't access that relationship to comfort me. I, I That showed me that I was building on sand. You know, when you build on sand, the foundations are weak and everything can fall apart. And that gave me a challenge. You say, I need to work on my relationship with God so that when the world is falling apart, I, who say I believe in this God who made the heavens and the earth, stay solid. I might not know what's happening. I might not know whatever, but I should be able to trust this God that I claim to worship. And so 2021 has been quite that year that I have really been committed to God. I've been really committed to learning about him, praying to him and spending more time with him. There's always room for growth and I see a lot of room. But one of my biggest achievements have been reading the whole Bible in a year. I think I've done that before. I don't know. Maybe I started a plan that was supposed to help me with that, but maybe I didn't finish. But I finished and I was supposed to go through the Bible from January to December end. But I was reading more. I was reading more and more. And I realized that I was going to finish on the 17th of December, which was amazing. But I finished on the 16th, which was even more amazing. So I read through the whole Bible. And it was so interesting because I found some gems in there. I was like, what? You know? So one of my favorite books right now is Hebrews. Because as I was reading through the Bible through the year, I've struggled with the book of Hebrews in the past. I'd be like, this is a confusing book. I don't understand what they're talking about. They're talking about angels. They're talking about Jesus. They're talking about faith. Like, it was just like, what is this? I'd read Hebrews, but what would happen in the book is I would just know, okay, I read Hebrews 12. Then I jump maybe to Hebrews, like verses here and there. So it was a wonderful surprise to people to read Hebrews in one go. I think that was the challenge. I was reading it in bits and pieces, like one chapter today, one chapter tomorrow. It wasn't making much sense to me that time. But when I read it like at one sitting, I think I read it in two sittings. I read it like that. It made so much sense and it blessed my soul. And I was like, I need to read this again on its own. I also loved reading the book of Jonah. It was an interesting one. I've known that story over and over, but it brought new lessons in my life, which was really exciting. I also loved the Old Testament because I was reading a chronological thing, you know, so the Bible was put in that order. And so it was interesting to say, oh, this happened here and this happened here. And so that was so exciting for me to do. And I'm super proud of the fact that I was able to read this whole Bible this year. And the challenge for 2022 is to read through it twice. And you might think, why are you reading so much? It doesn't matter how much you read. You have to really, how much are you grasping? How much are you keeping? I have been learning about that as well. I've been learning that we have the capacity to process so much information. And just because you're reading one chapter a day or one verse a day doesn't mean you'll return it more. It's like you have a sports car that can drive at 120 kilometers per hour and you're driving at 60. So we have capacity to consume much more than we do if we clear up our schedules. Like for me, um, people would say, okay, you're reading a lot or whatever. I'll be like, okay, I have cut my social media time. When I cut my social media time, I have too much time. I can read as much as possible. So we can watch movies for three hours. We can 
casually hang out with friends for four hours and not complain, but we can't do that with the Bible. And so for me, I was like, I, I need to make changes because if I want the word of God, the Bible to be what influences me on a day-to-day -day basis, then I would have to invest more time in it. So that's my goal. And I remember in this month of November, is it November? Or in the month of November, I and V, my assistant, sit down and we talk about what are you doing this year? What goals are you ha do you have for the month? And she was like, what goals do you have? And I, my goal was, I want to read the Bible too much. I claim to be a Christian. I claim to love this God and to fear him. I claim to be committed to him. Yet, when I check my time, I find that there's a lot of time going to social media. So I was like, okay, I need to read my Bible too much. I need to see two hours, four hours of reading the Bible happen, you know? So yeah, <laughs> that has been a huge, huge encouragement for me. Another book I'm going to share that has been powerful is his needs her needs i haven't finished reading this i'm reading it with, with my husband but you know i talk a lot about marriage but maybe not here because i just have a few videos about relationships but marriage has been one of those sharpening things for me sharpening my personality i have grown so much from being married i've grown so much from having kids i was a certain type of person <laughs> a certain type of person who was not disciplined i was all over the place in my life i, I had no good work i think i had so much going on that needed to put together like great vision great ambition but very little to show on the ground because i was all over the place and marriage did that for me where it humbled me allowed me to learn to lead and be led allowed me to be able to be grounded and raise kids and to be able to be consistent you know stuff like that because when you're living alone you can be like today i live this way tomorrow i live that way but with kids you have to have some sort of routine that you keep carrying on with a marriage you have to have some sort of humility to be able to lose some battles and win some battles and that has just been crazy 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 training for me it's like navy seal training it's been tough for the personality that i have and the person that i was to be able to to grow into this marriage to grow into raising kids and to be able to become a different person a great better person actually for that so this book has been quite powerful to read and learn about other people you know how sometimes you think i'm right you're wrong in most situations but sometimes i have been learning that you're right i'm right how can we come together and that is quite a challenging setup i have my son over here staring at me <laughs> But anyway, so that this has been quite an amazing book. His Needs, Our Needs by William Harley. Another one I'm reading is A Power of Positive Thinking. This is what I'm reading now. And it's just been one of those books that are practical. They make faith practical. Have you been taught those things that, oh, God will make a way. Oh, oh you make things work. Oh, just uh, love the Lord with all your heart. Put God first. We say all these things and you sit down and wonder, what does that mean on a day-to-day -day basis? What do you, what are you asking me to do? Okay, I want to put God first, but what, what, what is that? Okay, I want to trust God. He will fight for me. What do you mean? You know, so many things we say sound cliche, sound good, but we don't have the practical means to them. And this book is helping me with that and I'm loving it. I'm loving it so much. So yeah, that's a recommendation for me. But one of the books that I loved this year was The One Thing by i don't know who wrote that but if you google it you'll find it the one thing it's an amazing book you should read it so yeah that's about it for me in 2021 i have grown in so many ways i'm looking forward to a lot of harvest in 2022 to be honest because i have planted this year i have been faithful to plant i know it's by grace that we receive so many things from god but i have just never done my part like i have done my part <laughs> this year and so i'm like god 
Look at your girl. Look at your girl. It's been great. God has supported me in so many ways. I am grateful. All of my blessings for this year is the. She's more than an assistant to me. She's like a therapist too. <laughs> she's like a sister, a baby sister. She's solid. She's so compassionate. She's so nice and kind. And that contrasts me because I'm kind of tough and maybe don't feel so many feelings, but it has challenged me to see things differently. And so I'm grateful that God brings the right people at the right time in your life as you align to his will. And I'm also grateful this year for my husband. He has just been a rock for me. You know, I do what I do. I'm able to dream and, and pursue things because he holds me down in so many ways. You know, he, I, I make fast decisions. I run really fast. And I couldn't be able to do that if he wasn't like the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> But anyway, like, you know, when you fly and then you have to land, that's my husband for me. Like, he's there holding everything down. When my energy is depleted, he's there. When I'm like, okay, now I ran out of all the money. What can I do? He's like, okay, I got you. So that's been a blessing. And for me to be able to see that, you know, sometimes people do great things in your life, but you don't see it. Therefore, it's hard for you to appreciate. You appreciate after they're gone. I am grateful to God that I'm able to see that blessing that is there. And my two kids who are like a class in leadership and patience every day, I'm like, Lord, help me raise these people better. They are such a blessing to me. And they train me to be quieter, to be kinder, to even put off some things so that I can value the unseen. You know, value the things that don't look like work. Value going for ice cream, value going for walks and stuff like that. I am grateful to God for that. And I'm excited for all that he'll bring Moving forward in 2022, I hope you had a great year. I hope you learned something, take something from this video. And I hope that you work on your relationship with God. Because I talk about purpose and I talk about how you're here for a special reason on this earth, right? You're supposed to do something. That's why you came. You're supposed to achieve something. That's why you're still alive today. And none of that happens if you don't know God personally. And I know when I say, no, God, people rush to well, my church, my, I went to church. Oh, this happened at this church. It's not about church. It's about you because you are going to be the one who gives an account to God. Like I gave you life. What did you do with it? So when you just quietly in your own space, ask him to come into your life and show you what he wants from you, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised the doors that open and the opportunities and the boldness and the friendships and whatever else you're seeking that will come just at the right time. So that is always my encouragement. I hope that is something you're going to intentionally pursue in 2022. And I wish you a great festive season, a happy new year. We'll be running an amazing program for January. So in January, we'll just be looking at the highlights for 2021, those top performing tips and top performing videos so that we can remind each other about the key foundational things as we uh, aggressively take hold of what's ours in 2022. I wish you good health. I wish you success. I wish you prosperity. I wish you joy. I wish you happiness. I wish you laughter. I wish you long life and success and prosperity. I'm saying these things over and over, right? <laughs> I wish you all good things and I will pray that God exceeds your expectations in your life. See you soon. See you next year. See you in 2022. Thank you for joining me here on my lane audio experience be sure to subscribe and share and i can't wait to hang out again soon all right
Okay, bye bye.